Welcome to the Van Man Podcast. My name is Sam and I am the Van Man. Today's episode is with a dear friend of mine, Kaysen Rasmussen, who is a Utah photographer. This is part five of six. And Kaysen specifically does a lot of photography through film. And film's not something I'm super familiar with. It's something I've thought about doing. But we, of course, talk about his uh, origin story in this episode. And then what is it about film that gets him so excited and why he's stuck with it for so long? I love the parts that he talks about advice for people who are looking to get into film and how to be just a better photographer in general. Um, And he really opens up about what is it about photography um, that just gets him excited and um, what his goal in his life is with photography. I hope you enjoyed the episode and let's jump right in. Kaysen, what's your origin story? Hmm. My origin story. So I grew up with a dad that was a photographer oh, no way. and yeah very much a landscape like I don't like saying hobbyist because we did art shows for years mm-hmm. and it was much more serious than a hobbyist and he's incredibly talented right um and he tried to get me to take photos forever we would go on trips and he would put a camera in my hand and I hated it because I could never sit still as a kid and I just yeah. I hated it and I al- I always hated like like, I felt like sometimes we would just, like, sit in one place, and he would shoot forever. And I just was like, couldn't be me. Could not be me. Um, and so I avoided it for a really long time. Um, and then I got into it kind of, like, in high school. I did high school yearbook, which I feel like is, like, the trope um, of this thing. And I eventually had some friends ask me to do their senior photos. And I was like, well crazy i've got access to good professional gear um so i started using my dad's stuff and um did that and just started doing family photos seniors other friends other stuff for my family <laughs> and, <laughs> um, there's always a fly here always <laughs> why not honestly it's, it's a war um but no that like that kind of started and then I went to college and definitely did not choose photography and then after like some soul searching call it um I realized that like photography is what I wanted to do and it's what I was passionate about so switched my major and started shooting more weddings and whatever and now I work in photography I may not be shooting but now I just I shoot a ton I shoot a ton of film and I work at a film lab so that's my life. Did you feel like a big reason why you didn't like doing it with your dad younger was just the difference between landscape and then portraits? And it was just way more fun with people? Yeah. The crazy thing is, is him and I are so different. Mm-hmm. Like we, I love talking shop with him. Like I love talking gear and just like, it's so cool to have someone that I obviously look up to that like gets what I'm excited about, you know, yeah. like all we want is that validation from our parents, but, um, right. <laughs> uh, um, no, but like it is, it's really hard or like, it's just, it's been really good, but we're so different. Yeah. Like we're so different. Like he, he, if anybody ever asked him to do portraiture, he's like, Oh my gosh, what do I do? Or not like that. No, yeah. he's he's done it for years. He's obviously he's, a professional. Yeah, he's yes. good at it. He still knows what he's doing. He just like he's also he's always like, Can you come do this, please? Because he just it's, it's just not, not his, his thing. Passion, yeah. And I am I am the most me when I'm doing right. portraits. Like yeah. uh, it's 
it's like the true version of myself. It's absolutely unhinged, but it's like my happiest self. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so wonderful. <laughs> so when did you switch over from, I mean, I guess DSLR to film? What was that? Yeah. So um, I I took a class. Um, it was required in right. school for my program. And I walked in on the first day and I literally was like, this is so stupid. I was like, film, why is anybody, I didn't even know you could still shoot film. Like I grew up with film in my fridge, yeah. like my entire life. But I was like, why would you ever shoot film? So I knew what it was, but I was like, like digitals no and I'm a tech guy. Yeah. yeah. So I, and I had the most incredible teacher. Her, her name's Brenda Lovell. She still teaches, she teaches at UVU and BYU and she just made me fall in love with what film was. Um, and I went through that class. I did large format film. Um, so I took another class that was like four by five film. Um, so like sheets of film. Um, and as I started like scanning that stuff and looking at those negatives and doing dark room prints, I just like, right. like it's so intentional and it's like light creates it. Light literally shatters silver to make an image versus like a digital sensor is like interpreting color or light. Right. Yeah. And I just like, I just fell in love with it. And I also just like loved being like, that's one shot. I only have a limited number of photos right? and I only have one. And this is where I was at this moment. And it is what it is. And you just like, you have to know what you're doing to shoot well. And I I love that about film. So you got to get it right. Yeah, yeah, and you just it, you don't have like a ton to go off of. So I just can't sit there for hours and shoot a million things of one place. Like it's it's this is my one eh, one or two. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, a couple. Sometimes I get a little carried away still. Yeah. Um, but it still comes at a cost. Yes, right? no, it's not, absolutely. You know, digital where it's just like, oh, let's take a thousand. You yeah. done. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's 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 been really crazy. So and now um, I work at a film lab. So coming out of school, I got a job there. I started in developing. So I was just like mixing chemicals, doing chemistry and just I was handling hundreds of rolls of film, just like doing the actual developing um, sort of. Um, I was very low on the totem pole, so I wasn't right, doing of course. a lot of the... Just out of college. Yeah. So, um, but now I've kind of moved departments. Now I do a lot of editing um, and a lot of education for photographers. And I edit a lot of digital weddings and weddings from all across the world. So That's fun. so cool. Yeah. Do you... Is there any editing process for film? Like, is it really 100% whatever you capture at that moment is what it is? Or can you do touch-ups and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Film itself is really cool because, well, okay, minus the fact that a lot of the stuff that we're using to digitize the film is very, like, early 2000s technology. <laughs> and so it just sucks. So it's, like, this weird, like, juxtaposition of, like, we've got, like, Windows XP, Windows, like, right, and then it's, yeah. like, I'm pulling them up on, like, a brand new iMac. So it's just, like, we're just jumping, like, decades in the future. Um but the thing is, is there's, there's color negative film has a lot of like versatility. And so there's a lot of color correcting and stuff that can be done in scanner, but also it's still very limited because like the scanners are just doing their best to like kind of average things. 
right? Okay, They're trying to yeah. get as much information, but that may not have been like what it actually looked like at a, as like a full spectrum, if that makes sense. Do you mean like when you do a color correction, it's it's more like putting a filter on the whole image? No. So it's kind of just like, like, so in that sense of when you digitize, you, the scanner is like kind of doing its best guess to kind of like guess what the colors are. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what our technicians do at the lab is like, it's kind of like trying to make it realistic, I guess. Because sometimes it's off, oh, right? Okay. It struggles right. with like, if you're just shooting like a ground, it can maybe think like a gray wall is very yellow. And so it's like, or like um, it'll make, so it's like, it's really kind of, and it kind of can compress, not compress, that's, I don't want to say that the, to other photographers wrong like term, yeah. listening to this. So. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, no, but it's, um, so I do a lot of editing and the, the, one of the biggest things we do is like consistency. Mm-hmm. They're scanning. So you're doing like a frame at a time. At like, so our color correctors. Whoa. Yeah. So try imagine like we have people shooting 40 plus rolls for one wedding of film for some of these big, like wedding wow. photographers. Yeah, yeah. So to do one frame at a time and be like, well, the color is going to be perfect across like, what is that? Like five, 500 something images. Uh-huh. Like, um, so a lot of what my job is, is kind of like smoothing out any inconsistencies um okay because it's it's just it's really hard doing one frame at a time and also like like i said that tech is just old and so you could even scan the same frame twice and it like would look a little different and we're dealing with very high-end clients so i'm trying to deliver them like cream of the crop like finished perfect images so um and so a lot of it's just like fixing it's kind of fixing like the what lacks in the tech from that is kind of it but yeah yeah would you say that's kind of the 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 worst part is that some of the tech is just old and hasn't really caught up to the times yeah that's the crazy thing is is like so many of these old cameras built to last like yeah we i have like coworkers that are shooting on like post-world war ii cameras and they like oh my god yeah they work like they work like a like they work like nothing it's just like i have like some old cat like i have my dad's old camera that he bought i think in the late 80s early 90s and i got it all fixed up and i use that and it's just like these things are built because they're all mechanical right it's yeah. not a ton of plastic parts and so um it's like i feel like the cameras are going to outlast this like early 2000s like scanning tech so yeah. um we'll see but there's a there's a lot of great like stuff on the frontier or like on the verge of like being able to use a dslr to scan and do that sort of thing right so So we're we're getting pretty close yeah yeah so coming along i guess so um yeah so looking at your own photography obviously like going from digital into film so much Mm -hmm. what other ways have you felt like your personal photography has kind of evolved over the years it's a great question um i used to be much more chaotic like Uh-oh. no honestly like i'm still chaotic like personality type in, in what way but like an example um oh gosh i'm just like i act like such an idiot on paid <laughs> sessions like when i'm with a client my like my version of making someone comfortable is just being outwardly ridiculous like yeah, just i be kind of a doofus yes like yeah. i like i'm i like making people laugh my that's my way of getting people to be comfortable so if i can be like goofy and an idiot and that's going to make you relax 
I'll be an idiot all day. So yeah. I'm just like unhinged and I'm just like, like, and that, especially for a wedding, I'm just like, just a lot for like eight hours of a day. <laughs> so, um, but I used to, that also used to translate into my photography because like digital just has that, like, just, we call it like spray and pray. You know yeah. what I mean? You just, like, just do the thing. And that's how I was. And it just was like, that just like drained you as a photographer having to yeah. call, which um, is a great term that um, was talked about on this podcast before. Um, but which if I remember right is going back through and finding of the 10 images that look the exact same, which one do I actually want to keep? Yes. Yeah. Um, and I hated that. I hated going through. It's still one of my least favorite things to do um, to this day, but like it used to be so much and I just, yeah. I would miss so many moments cause I was so afraid of, not missing something that I, I'm like my, my technical stuff was messed up. I wasn't like, uh, I wasn't like navigating or helping the couple or the family, like get to a more like candid moment. I was just like, like just doing yeah, the thing. Just trying to take as many photos as possible, which weren't necessarily optimal. Yes. Cause you were like quantity over quality. Yes. So, um, film has definitely changed my quality. Um, it makes me more intentional and it's, it slowed me down incredibly. Right. Like, so I, a lot of times for like client work, I shoot both and then I'll match them. Um, but even just the essence of shooting film, like I just, I slowed down and yeah. it makes me more present with the people that I'm working with. It, it's, it's like Christmas. I love it. Like to have something come out, even though you like know what's going to, cause you've shot a thousand roles, like, yeah, you, you know it, and you're like, that's perfect. Yeah, that's but like awesome. to see it come out and the colors are just gorgeous, and to like have an image yeah. come out of scanner, and then like if you've ever seen a raw file, like a raw, like you, like they're just ugly. They have the <laughs> they have the world's amount of versatility. They're just ugly. And as a photographer, when you're just like you want this creative vision, and there's so much work to get to a final like right. product, I hate that. And film just like. <clears throat> gives you so much more of that aesthetic like right when it ends up being like four hours of editing for the half hour photo shoot it's yes like, this yeah. isn't why i it's got like, into yeah, photography yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah, so that's interesting um no it's it slowed me down um it's pushed me um in so many ways because there is limitations and it's almost crazy when you look at a lot of art it's almost like there's a lot of artists learn because of like placing limitation um, yeah. it's because you're forced to not have convenience. So then it makes you grow in other areas. So yeah, you're forced to be more intentional. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I really love that. So I've, I've definitely slowed down and I've definitely tried to like just improve my intentionality across the board. So yeah, kind of along those lines, you've been doing photography for so long and it's obviously like the number one thing in your life in terms of hobby and your mm-hmm. job. Um, how has that kind of change you as a person and bled into your everyday life like how has photography changed you as a person um i've like now kind of like in the past like year or two i've actually tried to like come to grasp with even like calling myself an artist because like photography just like like it just seems like the easiest art form which Mm -hmm. like to any real photographer like and i say that like from not a photographer standpoint, but how I viewed the world viewing photography for so long. And, um, as, as I've like gotten more into this craft and just studied just 
like the history of photography and learned so much through that. And just, I work with creatives all day. I work with a ton of photographers and just being inspired. The more I've realized that like, like that it's weird still to say it, but like I am an artist and that changes my entire viewpoint, right? Like I realize that I do a ton of weird stuff because I'm like, wow, that light's so pretty. Or I'm like, oh, I wonder if we just did this or like, oh, just like, and I'm constantly, the way I view the world is yeah. like through that ew, metaphoric lens. <laughs> through the lens. Ugh. I know. I was thinking oh, it. And I'm God. glad you said it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like it, it's changed. It changes everything. And now, especially like there's just, I have so much fun with it. Yeah. So it's now every part of my life. I go like, I can't go to family events without a film camera or instant film. You've seen me shoot a ton of that. And um, it just, it, it's so important to me. Because it's the way I it's the way I want to tell my life, and that's like why I'm here. That's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, a, it really is, though. No. I think you're an artist. I'm glad oh. you think yourself as an artist. Yeah, well, it's it's just it's interesting because it's like you know I don't feel like some like tortured Van Gogh. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like in an asylum, like battling my inner demons and like swishing some stuff on it, like like and just not having any credit for like like i'm just like oh i snapped a photo like and that's crazy because like we just you know we here we've got four iphones like in this <laughs> little space right here it's like we can take a million photos yeah right like it just it almost feels like it diminishes it but um i've just come to terms that like yeah i love what i do like and yeah, you just snap a photo but in reality you've snapped thousands of photos yeah with, and again with that like intentionality of it and with that you know, background and learning and education along the topic. It's, mm -hmm. I mean, you taking a, a photo, just snapping that picture is very different from me snapping no. a picture. Oh my god! For gosh. sure. <laughs> it's very, very different. We just think about it differently. <laughs> no, it is. And that's what's crazy is like, I've really had to believe that like every single person, your viewpoint, your life experience, your everything affects everything that you do. Mm -hmm. And so like your viewpoint or what interests you to like, even like what you choose to shoot is art. Like what what you find value in, especially when it, especially when it comes to film. I take a lot of stupid photos. Don't get me wrong, but like what you choose to shoot means something. There's some there's a visual interest and there's 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 depth there that I don't think that a lot of photographers try and like go into a lot of times, um, or at least I didn't for, like years ago. So what advice would you give to someone who's trying to start in film photography? Because I have a DSLR, and mm -hmm. not that I'm any good at it, but I've thought about doing film because it seems like, I don't know, simpler in a way. You mm -hmm. know, there isn't as much to kind of worry about, but I have no idea where to start. Yeah. What do I do? Um. So is this, like, it's more of, like, a technical question versus, like... Like a like a art question, yeah. Is that right, more of just like if somebody wanted to get into film, what would be your advice to them? Mm, love and that. that could, you take that however you want. Um, twofold. One kind of goes into like the art side of things, but um, learn learn how to meter and what metering does. Like I could, if this was a, if I had a soapbox, uh this is what I would stand on. Okay. Go on it a little bit because what what is metering? What, <laughs> no, absolutely. So like, uh, we all benefit from like, especially iPhones to everything. We all benefit from like this kind of like auto, 
right? right? It's like the settings that just like your camera just automatically determines what light you're kind of getting and mm-hmm. it gives you an exposure based on that. Um, and so metering, um, what metering does is it it val- or evaluates the light and tries to just average the light in okay. a very like simple way. So what it technically is doing is like a meter is trying to like get you to middle gray in terms of okay. luminance, right? Or like of value of light. So gray is like, um, it's trying to just average out the scene, right? Okay. So um, that's like sometimes like going in and out. If you've ever like videoed on your iPhone, you'll see it like close down. That's it like adjusting right. its meter and it's changing its settings. Um, so a meter tells you what your settings should be, right? Okay. So a lot of like professional photographers that are shooting manual, right? Because it's like, we may be wanting to shoot at certain shutter speeds that like we need to be at that we don't want auto to like determine for us or certain aperture. A lot of portrait photographers love like a, a great bokeh, which means that blurry background. Um, Mm -hmm. and especially when it comes to film shooting a certain ISO is crucial. Um, because film has a set ISO, um, to where on your digital camera, you can adjust that. And that can just, it, a kind of, on your digital camera, changing your ISO just determines how sensitive your camera sensor is to light, right? Right. Um, yeah. To where film is like, that's kind of on the film itself. So I would say like learn how to meter. Learn, it's the, the big three. Um, there's several big threes out there. But shutter speed, aperture, and ISO um, are what you use to like find your meter um, every camera has a meter. Right. It's and that little, ISO like... is what's set on a film camera is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really you only have the other two to deal with. Yes, yeah. So oh. that's um, – it's a little – like it has a little more versatility in digital because you can just change your ISO. Right, because you've got three tools in the toolbox instead of just two. Yes. Um, okay. And so then – but learning what metering is and learning how to do it correctly is um, I think what separates a lot of people. Um and that's the sad thing is, is like, like I being in this, like call it the film community. Yes, it's a niche community, but like there's so many people that want to get into it and it's expensive. And it's also like so expensive right now. Don't like, it's sad. Um, but like, it can be so di- like sad when you like spent all this money, got it processed, got it scanned, you get stuff back and it's like dark as can be. And oh, yeah. you don't get like the like. The, like you don't see how beautiful film can be and people then shy away from it because they don't get it or that sort of thing. Yeah. Because um, they just spent all this time, money and energy and then didn't even get the photos. Yeah. Right yeah. And that's that's not good for us. That's not good for anybody because like all we want is to like like to keep the f- like film community alive. It's like right. it's very much more of like a community sort of thing to where I feel like photographers 40 years ago were like I can't share my secrets like nobody can know and like oh I think there was something um on your podcast it's like um community over competition I think somebody like yeah I think we talked about that with Sarah love because she does she does videography with all of her friends and all of her friends are videographers but who cares like absolutely they're not stealing anything from anybody else they are able to help each other and learn from each other and when she doesn't want to do something, she gives it to one of her friends who would love to do that. Obsessed. And Those Rasmussen's, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> um, no, but that's that's very much it. I would say um, learn how to meter because that's going to make 
the entire difference. Learn how to shoot manual. And with what that comes with is one tip I'd give to any photographer that wants to be great is learn light. Just like learn light, learn what light does, learn the like quality of light. Just study. Like I know it sounds weird and very ambiguous to say, but like learn light. Like I, if I ever had someone wanting to learn photography, I'd give them black and white film because all it is is light. Like it's just tones. There's no color. You have to like to make compelling black and white. You have like understand light. That makes what sets the world's top photographers from other people not saying i'm a world's top photographer i'm still learning light um but learn light and that's also metering understanding like what type of light produces certain type of things or what you should look for and that sort of thing is like just learn light and learn how to like navigate any light like that's just um like my biggest thing i would tell people really no, I think that's beautiful. That's I know it perfect. sounds ambiguous, but just do it. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, I mean, there's the advice that I've gotten on this podcast is uh, and a really common one is makes sense. Take a lot of photos. Keep yeah. taking photos. Oh, do the work. But with film, you can't always just take more photos, right? Yeah. Like <clears throat> it is more about getting the most out of the one photo that you get to take. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, what is the, oh, I mean, like quantity of photos is always going to be important. There's some story about like. A bunch of students and a professor and the professor says you're only going to be graded off of one photo mm-hmm. and so some of the students study and study and study and they take one photo and the other students go out and take thousands of photos and it's kind choose of one. yeah choose one right that Absolutely. kind of thing but i think there's there's benefits to both right mm-hmm. like that story can really go either way mm-hmm. because learning about it is just as important there's a there's a reason you have a degree for this right yeah <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah there's a reason you studied no yeah so and that's that's the crazy thing is i i definitely i do I did learn a lot about light, whether it come from like classic studio sort of stuff and all of that through school. Um, but just also like, like what light is and what to do with certain light mm-hmm. and how to like, the thing is, is literally everyone just be so grateful for the photographers in your life. Like, and this is not just being like for me, but like, like if someone can, do the thing like it's not easy yeah it's not easy especially wedding photographers hug them they need it <laughs> give them just so much love because it's it's a lot of stress yeah um or videographers like it 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 is just a lot um because it's pretty incredible yeah they have that much just, talent and they're using it to capture moments for you yeah especially wedding days especially in utah oh yeah wedding days and where photographers are like challenge to shoot is some of Uh the worst lighting and worst situations and for photographers to be doing this all over the place and being in utah and i'm sure all over the world i can only speak to my experience but um it's just incredible like i have so many friends that i'm just like in awe of because of just how talented they are like yeah um being able to just handle anything as a photographer because they understand and they've learned light so that's so cool. Yeah. Um, speaking of weddings and other photographers in the community of photography, and this is cheating because you listened to the episode with Sarah. Oh, yeah. But do you feel like the market here in Utah is oversaturated? Um, I agree with what she, um, what was said because I think it's I, – I actually loved what she said um, because, like, 
here's the thing. People in Utah love photos. Like it's like <laughs> yeah, it's the true. supply it's and a... demand or whatever <laughs> yeah. is like so high. Like we love to photograph everything. everything. Oh, yeah. Like it's like it's like baby announcement, pre-baby, post-baby. We've got baptism photos. You've got mission. Right. Like we just and that's the thing is like we docu- like we document so much and like so I like saturation I think there are a lot of photographers. Right. But I think that there's so much work to go around. Yeah. Well, and I think more photographers doesn't mean it's oversaturated. It just means you just got to be better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Turn just, it out. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just more, a little bit more competition goes a long way. Yeah. Um. So where do you see your photography going over the next couple of months, years? Like what? Mm. what's caught your interest now and where are you going with it? Yeah. Um. The crazy thing is I'm I'm very happy with where I'm at. I I love I love working in photography, but I love that I don't have to shoot for a living. Mm-hmm. So when I pick up a camera, um when I pick up a camera, it's because I want to and it I still can do it like when I have the passion. Like yes, yeah, it's great obviously making money on the side doing it, but like which is also hug your wedding photographers that are doing this full time. Like I, yeah, because you like, choose to do it. You they, get they're to do giving it. their weekends right. all yeah. summer, and they are just doing eight hour days and capturing the most important day of your life. Pay your wedding photographers; they're so worth it. And especially if they're doing it full time, so many people are doing it so, for so under what they're worth. Right. Um. So hug them and then like pay them. <laughs> um. But. Um, as far as myself, um, I, I would love to see, like, obviously my portrait side grow. Um, I've been very happy and been very lucky and like, just incredibly thankful for all of the clientele and stuff that I've, that I've gotten. Um, but I just, I really just want to create work. That in 60 years, I look back on and for me and myself, I have a body that like a body of work that just like shows that I loved my life. And whether that's through clients or whether that's me going on a trip or just going to a national park or something like it's in a non-narcissistic way, like it's about me. (laughs) Like, 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 I want to just, like, I want to share, like, obviously, like, what I can with other people, but, like, my goal is to constantly be able to look back and, one, see growth, and then, two, just, like, realize that, like, I lived a life that I was happy with, and that, like, I'm so glad that I, like, had those experiences. Um, And I get, I know that, like, I've even heard that it's, like, um... It's like, oh, photographers often get ridiculed for like being out of the moment, right? And not being mm-hmm. present. And it's always that balance. And I do I do love that part of film because like I'm not constantly looking at the back of my camera. I take a yeah. photo and I'm kind of like on my way. Um, but I do get it, but when I think about some opportunities I've had to like take photos of my grandparents. And I've also had opportunities to take photos of people at weddings that out of the blue passed and to just have like to have people come to me and just say like, I'm so grateful that we have that photo or even just like 
on a day to day where it's like, a, like having people say like, I saw myself, I've never seen myself like this, like that. Oh my gosh. They're just like, that's it. Like I, I do it all day for that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like to help someone feel that thing that they weren't able to see in themselves. Yeah. Literally, honestly, a camera is just my excuse to be obsessed with people. Yeah. I love people, but I feel like I get like a, like it's a little overwhelming unless yeah. I have like a method, yeah, right? Like a reason to be yeah, obsessed like with also, them. Yeah. Like we have like, we, you've been to my apartment, but like we'll have people and I've set up lights and done stuff. And I'm just like, I just kind of want to be obsessed with you. Yeah. And I, it's mostly that I'm like, okay, I'll take, I'll press the shutter every once in a while, but it's like right. <laughs> the camera's my excuse to just yeah. like say nice things about people and just like, yeah, I don't know. Like just like make them feel how I see them, I guess. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. So I I love was, that. none of that was really an answer, but, um, I am equal parts just wanting to document so that I can look back. And so that if I have any sense of like, you know, I like, I just, I love my nieces and nephews. I love my family. Um, most of the time. And, um, <laughs> just joking. um, but just to, to have, those memories and have them captured in a way that is intentional is everything to me. So hmm. I think that's awesome. Thank you so much. I, there's no question I'm possibly going to ask that could elicit a better response than that. Oh! I, think that I think that's just beautiful. I really do think that's amazing. Oh gosh. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. Thank yeah. you for coming on my podcast, Thank especially you since you just me. got back from Europe and oh, I'm my sure gosh. you are exhausted and jet lagged. I appreciate it's, it. It's been an interesting week, but I was very excited to do this. I love the hell out of you. Thank you. Love Your you too, man. Your whole family Thank is you so much. just a big fan. So. <laughs> we have a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. See you, everyone.